Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, your host, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you will come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Hello, Edit Your Life friends. I am thrilled to welcome two fantastic guests to the show. Hello, Kelsey Wharton, Erica Ladd. How are you? Hello. Hello. This is just a super huge thrill, and I'm so grateful you are both here. I just, there's something I need to say before we get to intros. You two are the co-hosts of the Girl Next Door podcast, and I think you both know this, but you two were very pivotal to this podcast coming into existence. And Asha and I have mentioned this on the show before, but I've never had a chance to directly thank you on audio. So I just wanted to say thank you for the beautiful presentation and your generous sharing and all the things that helped edit your life come into existence. Oh, that's so sweet. It was our pleasure. It makes me almost a little emotional just to hear that and think about that was so long ago and everything that you both have done since then. And anyway, I'm I'm so glad that the universe brought us together at that time. I know, I know. And I've obviously had you both in my ears uh, for some time now, but it, I was saying just before we started officially recording that it's a thrill to actually like hear you live. It just, I don't know, there's something different, right? (laughs) Yeah. To be able to chat live is very different. Yeah. Super cool. Well, I'm just thrilled about this conversation we're going to have today. You two were the first people I thought of. I know you love books and you're just like great chatters. So I thought, oh, it would be really fun to do a media and entertainment episode. And then literally last week, somebody reached out saying, could you do one of those media and entertainment episodes? You haven't done one of those in a while. And I (laughs) said, well, I have the perfect guest coming. So here we are. Here we go. Yeah. But before we get to that, I was wondering if you both could briefly introduce yourself and tell us how you connected for your podcast, because I just I just think it's really cool. And in case there are listeners who are new to you, I would just love for them to get get to know you a little bit. So, Kelsey, do you want to start? 
Sure. Well, I'm Kelsey Wharton. I am a writer and podcaster living in Gilbert, Arizona. I have three kids. They are nine, seven, and two. I write on my blog, risingshining.com, where I write about goals and parenthood and organization and sometimes personal finances. And I also co-host the Girl Next Door podcast with Erica, which is a conversational podcast where we talk about everything that you would talk about when you sit down with your girlfriends, whether that's relationships, home organization. We recently had a great episode all about our periods that I would highly recommend. (laughs) So it is just always a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'm Erica Ladd. I am a former public school teacher turned writer, podcaster. Um, I am now a homeschool mom and an adoptive mama to our two girls who are 10 and eight. Um, The pandemic turned us into homeschoolers and now it's just this whole new world that I don't think I can give up the freedom. So I do also have, in addition to the girl next door, I have a podcast called Homeschoolhood, where I talk about all things parenting, education, um, all things involved in raising many humans. And yeah, so that is how, and we got here because I literally, what is it now, Kelsey, 10 years ago, probably 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, I had not even heard a podcast. I had never listened to one in my life and Kelsey made me start one with her and I'm so grateful. (laughs) Isn't it great to have bossy friends? I love it. It really is. She is, she is the grease on the wheel. She keeps it all going. And so I, I'm so glad that she bossed me into it. Oh, thank you, friend. That's so (laughs) wonderful. And you two used to live next door, correct? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we were literal girls next door. Kelsey moved from, well, where you were, on the East Coast, I guess, for grad school, but you and Chris moved and I moved from Wisconsin just kind of on a whim and the universe planted us right next door to each other. And we kind of started talking. We had a lot in common with being readers and writers and wanting Mm -hmm. to pursue some creative projects. And then Kelsey brought up the idea of the podcast. So that's fantastic. I just, I love, I just love when that happens. It's, it's so great. And it sounds like you don't live far from each other, even though you, you've technically moved a little bit. So that's good. You can still pop over when, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support, hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Rituals products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals, and Hyacera is clinically proven to reduce fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages 6 and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as Math, How Smart Is That?, is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. 
And while kids will enjoy the stories anchored around characters like troublesome trolls, pirate queens, and mysterious aunts, adults can benefit too. I admittedly delighted in learning a thing or two about Pythagoras and triangles in one episode. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more, all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Well, let's jump into our conversation about books. Um, I love books so much, and I know you both mm-hmm. both love yes. them too. So I'm going to let you, I do have a few quick recommendations, but I would like to let you two go first as the guests. So Erica, do you want to jump in and tell us what you have just been captivated by lately? Okay. I'm going to tell you my favorite adult book that I've read this year, you know, in the past 10 months or so. And then my favorite kids one, because as a homeschooler, I read a lot of books, a lot of kids books. And so I want to share a recommendation there too. So my favorite one for grownups has been the book of longings by Sue Monk Kidd. And I know this is the popular one right now. It is this very unique take on what if Jesus had a wife? <laughs> and mm. it's very interesting though, because it's done so beautifully. It's done, um, like there's, there's nothing that contradicts necessarily what, you know, a traditional Christian faith would know about Jesus, but it's like, Hey, what if there's more to this story and what might that have looked like and really focuses on the humanity and, and, and Jesus interaction with women in particular. And for me, as someone of Christian faith, it was just, I thought it was beautiful, even though it's maybe a little controversial in those circles, but I think it is one of the most beautiful books I've ever read. So I highly Highly recommend whether you are into Jesus or not. I feel like you would like this book. Um, and then for kids, I our favorite book that we have read this homeschool year has been Amari and the Knight Brothers. And this is like a men in black meets Harry Potter is how I describe it. Um, so Amari is a young 13-year-old black girl protagonist, and she is like learning about this supernatural world she never knew existed and her role in it. So there's actually a new one coming out in August called Amari and the Great Game, which is the second in the series. And we have already pre-ordered it. The girls, no matter how many more books we've read this homeschool year, they keep voting that Amari was their favorite. So. Wow. Wow. And what grade, <laughs> what age range? Uh, I would say it's a middle grade book. So mm-hmm. like third grade, you know, up through middle school. Oh, that's fantastic. I love, yeah. I love that you, um, straddle the, you know, the adult and children worlds. That's yeah. so, so yeah. excellent. Erica always has so many great recommendations for kid books. So she is definitely a person to follow for all of those. Oh my goodness. You might have to start a book many. podcast. Oh, yes. you... <laughs> Kelsey, how about you? What are you reading these days? Well, I actually just recently started something that I am loving that is so beautiful, and that is Migrations by Charlotte McConaughey. It is um, really interesting. It is set in the future, but it's sort of like this possibly near future when nearly all animal life has gone extinct from climate change, which, mm. you know, is is a bit depressing, but just kind of <laughs> sets the sets the backdrop for the story. And it 
is telling the story of Franny Stone and her journey to follow what might be the very last migration of this certain species of bird that is going to migrate to Antarctica. So that's kind of the baseline story. It It is so beautifully written. I just noticed myself, I'm reading on my Kindle, just highlighting lots of passages. But then there are also these darker layers to the plot that are being revealed in this kind of slower way, but but not in that annoying slow way where it's just like, come on, just tell me about it. Um, that's just keep keeps on deepening the plot. So I just mm. find myself very captivated. I love it when books are just so beautifully written. So that that is something for me that I'm enjoying right now. And then more recently, I had found myself in a little bit of a reading slump, just sort of coming into the new year. Um, And one genre of book that I feel like will always get me back into my reading groove is picking up like a crime novel or a murder mystery. I don't like anything too grisly, but it's just, you know, the pacing and it just sucks you in. And so two books that I read sort of in that genre was The Survivors by Jane Harper. And she is just a, a great sort of crime novel, murder mystery writer that I would highly recommend. And The Survivors was so great because after I finished it, I was reflecting on it. And I think there was only maybe a very brief description of any violence. It it really, although it deals with some death, I would say it could be a great intro book if someone hasn't read murder mystery or crime fiction before. It was, it was, really engaging, a bit suspenseful, but never really scary. But I just was really looking forward to reading it. So I really liked that. And then the other one was The Good Sister by Sally Hepworth. This was also really quick. It was a very engaging, um, I wouldn't quite call it a crime novel, but it's about two sisters, how their lives are entwined, and really the secrets that they keep from each other. So I just love when a book makes you find more time to read. So, mm-hmm. wow, I love I'm I'm a little shocked. Well, one, I love that your picks, they're just I feel like we're hitting all over the place. So I'm going to share three really mm-hmm. quick picks in a second, but um so selfishly I'm psyched about um pumping up my my book list, but also our genres are kind of all over the place, which is very that. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, my three quick ones I do want to share because I like you Kelsey had had a start to this year where I was kind of in a slump. I was, Mm. I have this 50 page litmus test that I let myself off the hook and let myself abandon a book. Yeah. Just I, cause I, life is too hard. I don't want to like suffer through a book. So at the beginning of the year, I probably dropped like a dozen books. It was very, very depressing for me. So (laughs) last month I had three reads that were just awesome. Um, the first is, so we meet again by Suzanne Park. It's the first contemporary romance I've read by a Korean author, and it was Ooh. really, really fun. She has like a great ear for dialogue. Um, and if, you know, if it's contemporary romance, but I will say the steam factor is super light. Like there's no, you know, okay. there's nothing blush worthy in this book. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if that's an issue, like it won't be an issue in this book. And it was really fun. There's like an internet viral virality piece. So that was a super fun read. Um, the second is Jodi Picold, who's like an incredible storyteller. She wrote Wish You Were Here, and it, it's a COVID-inspired read, and I wasn't mm-hmm. sure I was going to be ready for that, but I found it completely captivating, did not see the twist coming, and when the book ended, like, 
my heart kind of hiccuped in a good way, which was really, Ooh. really cool. I, I have that one great... out from the library right now. Oh, do you? Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. I remember I had heard great things about that one. So thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I'm going to put yeah. that And right somebody on else I just um, read it. I had recommended it and they, they loved it too. So, I mean, that's one person, but hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I won't be offended if, if anybody drops it after 50 pages. And then the last one, Kelsey, to your point about books that make you want to read more, my last recommendation is Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Mm. I found this to be, it's like family stories, family secrets mm-hmm. um, across generations. And I just found it completely mesmerizing. And it was the rare kind of book that had me looking for little bits of time to during the day to get into a, Ooh, a few pages. So like, imagine me literally standing in the kitchen reading while I'm waiting for my lunch to heat up. That yes. was how good it was. Um, you know, kind of heartbreaking at times, but just super, super awesome. So I, I've been recommending that to everybody. Okay. So it's going awesome. on my list right now. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay. Well, I want to turn to podcast now. I feel like I need to start by saying that I was obsessed with your let's talk about periods episode. So I, <laughs> I just loved it so much. So I'm going to link that up in our show notes. But, you get to know us real well in that episode. Yes. Real well. These are the conversations we have to have. Like, <laughs> yes, we exactly. have to have them. Um, Kelsey, what, what has been on your playlist that you've loved? Well, I'm going to talk about two podcasts that are kind of newer to me. Well, I guess one is old, but a renewed discovery. So the first one is newer to me, although it's been out for a while. It's called Burnt Toast. It is hosted by Virginia Soul Smith. And her description of the podcast, it's on the topic of how we dismantle diet culture and fat phobia, especially through parenting, health, and fashion. And I just love all topics like around all of this. I am so glad that it's more in our cultural conversation. And I just, I feel like I end up learning a lot. There's a lot of like examining, you know, those, what I grew up with and was taught to think and what culture teaches us to think. So anyway, I really am enjoying that. And then the other one is Selected Shorts. That's by NPR. And I grew up listening to this on on NPR, on the radio, when you had to actually tune in to the right time to listen to a program, which makes me feel so old. But on every episode, there are usually two different short stories that are performed by wonderful actors. And it's just, it's always either moving or interesting or both. And it just feels like a little wonderful dose of, you know, literature and arts and so anyway, I just was reminded of that recently and, oh yeah, selected shorts. So I'm happy to be reacquainted. Oh, that sounds fun. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Erica, how about you? What are you listening to? Okay. Mine are a little bit boring, but out of the box from what I normally, I love to listen to more conversational, like, you know, life mm-hmm. hack, home organization, all that kind of stuff. But these are two that I feel like are really helping me cope with everything the last couple of years has brought us. Mm. <laughs> and you'll see what I ta- I'm talking about in a minute. But one of them is just um, actually to help me sleep. And it's called Nothing Much Happens, Bedtime Stories to Help You Sleep. And each episode is about 35 minutes. It's just the same gal does it that, you know, every time she reads her own work that is usually like a 
peaceful but fairly boring but also super cozy story about maybe making tea or a walk around her town in the springtime and everything that's blooming. But then she, so she reads it through once and then she rereads it even more slowly. And at this very, um, you know, almost a little bit monotone pace and your brain just has a place to rest and something Mm. peaceful to focus on instead of looping thoughts until it falls asleep. And it's like magical. I don't know. I don't know what kind of, you know, formula she has figured out, but I love it so much. And then I just, you know, I'll set my sleep timer to go off at the end of the episode so that it just shuts down my phone then and I'm already asleep, usually, you know, probably 20 minutes into it. But highly recommend if you're finding yourself having a little trouble sleeping with the news of the world. Um, and then speaking of news of the world, I am loving an, another one called Kid News. It's just K-I-D-N-U-Z. And every episode is six minutes. It comes out Monday through Friday. And it is just a factual but uh, gentle look at current events for kids. So it's literally news for kids. So we listen to it um, to start out our school day. And, you know, especially with just everything going on in Ukraine, all of that right now, it's it's nice to have a tool to, you know, give my kids factual information at a level they can handle. And then there's just like usually a fun quiz at the end. There's maybe some fun um you know, like other fun facts about a random zoo animal or something that interesting that happened, you know, around the world. So I just, we are loving those two podcasts. We um, start, we started listening yeah. to kid news after you recommended you? it, Erica. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And the boys it's have so really great. gotten into it. That quiz at the end. Cause I'm always like, Oh, let's listen up so we can yeah. do the quiz at the end. Yeah. They love it. It's like, little do you know, I'm working on comprehension That's right, right now. <laughs> That sounds amazing. I feel like I want to listen to kids news yes. just yeah. for me because to handle the news in that way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because the opposite of that is I do listen to the daily to get caught mm-hmm. up and it's it's awfully hard sometimes. Right. <laughs> right. So that's amazing. I'm going to I'm going to hook my my 11-year-old up with that. So thank you for that recommendation. <laughs> um I also did want to recommend to folks and also you too if you're interested. I really enjoy listening to really smart I'm not obsessed with actors or famous people or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I do like listening to smart women interviewed. And so mm-hmm. I just listened to um, Jessica Chastain's interview on Next Question with Katie Couric, and I thought she was wonderful. Ooh. And then I caught up listening to an interview with, it was probably back from December, but with Sandra Bullock on Smartless. And I just- Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I just loved listening to them both, and they're just such grounded sounding people. So- yeah. I highly recommend. I want to go have coffee with Sandra Bullock. Right? She could totally be our friend. Yes. (laughs) Let's manifest. This is the next best thing is listening to her interview. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right, ladies. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back to talk about TV and movies. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad 
to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist, and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. Hello, friends. We are back with the wonderful Kelsey Wharton and Erica Ladd of the Girl Next Door podcast. And we are manifesting a listener's request to deliver a media and entertainment favorites episode. So here we are. Uh, we're going to talk about TV. Erica, what are you watching? I feel like you're going to give an adult and a kid-focused recommendation, but am I wrong about that? You are wrong on this one, unfortunately, because <laughs> I don't like, I mean, I approve of the shows my kids watch, but we're having a hard time. Oh, no, I can think of one off the cuff. Watch this. Um, so we are loving as a family. I'll start with this. We're loving The World According to Jeff Goldblum, and Ooh. it is on Disney+. Plus. I think technically Nat Geo, but it's all under that Disney Plus umbrella. And it is so hilarious, but also really informative. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is just such a character, you know, and he hosts it, but it, each episode is a different topic. So like one, one was on dogs, one was on bikes, um, one was on tattoos, I think. And so it's just like a half hour episode and he goes around to different places and learns more about these things, but in a very Jeff Goldblum way that is just hilarious and charming and delightful. So that's something that really all four of us enjoy. So I will recommend that. And then Mr. Ladd and I have been watching on HBO Max, two different shows that are very different and for very different audiences, probably. <laughs> um, one is The Gilded Age, uh, which is at the turn of the century in New York. And it is from the creators of Downton Abbey. So it's got a very um, Downton Abbey feel, but like the American version. So we are loving that just sophisticated and the costumes are amazing. And just that glimpse of life at that time, you know, everything was just so fancy. Like I just can't get over how fancy everything was. So that's been fun. And then we also have binged and absolutely loved, but I will give a disclaimer that it is highly inappropriate, <laughs> it, and, but so am I sometimes. So the righteous gemstones on HBO is also absolutely hilarious. It stars John Goodman as a, as like a patriarchal pastor in this, in a big, uh, deep South mega church. And it just, it manages to make fun of kind of everything I grew up with in the best ways <laughs> and, <laughs> and everything we're kind of seeing play out in our culture. So, um, yeah, but it is highly inappropriate. So if you are sensitive to that, I wouldn't recommend just go with the Gilded Age. <laughs> This is this is fascinating. I haven't heard of any of this stuff, so I'm like, wow. Okay, I need to get caught up. <laughs> Erica's, there you go. Erica's great with the television recommendations. I would say this this is my 
biggest weak spot in terms of media. I am never usually watching very many television shows, but I always love to hear about what Erica is watching. <laughs> so are you taking a pass on this category, Kelsey, or do I, you have? I, act- I actually do have two to mention the only two shows that I've seen recently, but I, I feel like they are good recommendations. So I don't, I don't consume a lot, but then when I do, they're usually pretty solid. So, um, the first is only murders in the building. I, and I'm usually mm. far behind the time. So I'm sure many people have already heard about this, but it was so fun. It was so fun to watch with my husband, Chris, just something to look forward to after bedtime. So this is a murder mystery comedy show. And let me just say the co- combining those two genres is so brilliant. And there have been just a handful of, you know, I would, I would say that the, the movie Knives Out is Loved in that it. genre. Yep. Mm-hmm. The movie Lovebirds, which was laugh out loud funny. So anyway, I am just here for combining those genres. Um, they're just twists in every single episode. The casting of Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, absolutely pitch perfect. Yeah. So they know more really with enjoyed that, that combo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the other show that I know a lot of people are also watching right now, but that's Abbott Elementary. And this follows a group of teachers at an elementary school in Philadelphia that the school just faces a lot of challenges. It's funny. It has a lot of heart. I think it has a lot of um, vibes of The Office, but maybe slightly not quite as cringy. It doesn't, it doesn't mm. have a, a character that's quite as cringy as, as Michael <laughs> Scott can be. So anyway, we have definitely been enjoying watching that. That is on my list to check out for sure. I need yeah. to check that one out. Yeah, the show notes for this episode are going to be voluminous. And I'm just laughing because you're, you, Kelsey, you're like, yeah, I'm kind of behind the times. And I'm sitting here thinking, I have not heard a single one. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> you're doing all right, Kelsey. I'm so happy that I can share those with you. Then. <laughs> well, yes, you're going to laugh at my, I have a few recommendations. Again, I'm not a huge TV person either, but um I will say I'm almost a little embarrassed to admit this, but I am finishing This Is Us mostly because I want to start what I finished. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't often go from beginning to end. And then um, I actually have recently started watching. And again, Grey's Anatomy has been around for like a million seasons and I'm oh, just yeah. jumping into the last season now, like this this current <laughs> season. Uh-huh. So I'm watching Grey's Anatomy and Station 19, its counterpart counterpart with my teenager. And that's just been like, fun and cozy little bonding yeah. moment, which is really That's nice. A good teenage, teenage mom show, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one, which is a little more modern, <laughs> I think, is I just started watching Bake Squad on Netflix with my mm-hmm. 11-year-old Violet. So we love baking and mm-hmm. we do love Christina Tosi and she's the host and the four different um pastry artists, they kind of have different specialties. You know, one's a chocolate mm-hmm. person and another's a cake person. And mm-hmm. there's a challenge with each one. And that's been, that's been a really fun watch. Oh, that sounds really fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah I just feel like, wow, I, I'm really behind everybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We got all not, kinds, of, feel kinds of material in front of you now. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. Well, I am going to admit, I continue to be behind in the movie department. So I'm going to punt it right over to you. Well, I'll just say quickly, the one recent movie I've watched is Turning Red, which mostly yes. I, re- I watched mm-hmm. one because I wanted to, two because I was on assignment for the Washington Post to watch, to watch it and write about oh, it. Oh, there you go. Um, and then I want to watch Coda, but I've literally not watched any other grown-up movies. So hook me up, ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 
I, okay, the only, we did watch Turning Red and really loved it. I loved watching it with my boys and especially just after the conversation that Erica and I had about our periods, that kind of Mm -hmm. reminded me, I I have done a, I think a pretty decent job about being open and talking about my period and just menstruation and things like that with my boys. But it kind of reminded me like, oh yeah, this is an ongoing conversation. So that movie came at the perfect time. And so that was just, you know, a great parallel to some of those conversations. We also watched with the boys and we all really enjoyed it. A movie called The Adam Project. And this has Ryan Reynolds. That's how that's Ooh. how Chris sold it to me. I was <laughs> like, no yep, I, I will do a family movie night <laughs> mm-hmm. with that movie. <laughs> sure will. It was um, it was really funny there there was a bit more swearing than I'm kind of used to in like a kid's movie. So I will just put that disclaimer out there. Um, so, you know, it might be for kind of your older elementary school kids or just know that going in, but there was some great action. There was some great, just like family connection, um, aspects of it. So we all really enjoyed that. And then The last movie, I actually haven't seen it yet, but speaking of Sandra Bullock, I cannot wait to see The Lost Uh, City. And in fact, I saw the preview. I can't even remember what I was watching, but I saw the preview. And as soon as I was watching the preview, I just, I just had this feeling. I just thought I've got to organize all of my girlfriends to go see this Mm -hmm. movie. Like, I just felt like I was just craving. And especially after the last two years, just like more time together with my girlfriends. So anyway, I've put out the notice to basically all my girlfriends that I know locally, I have picked the date and just said, we're going to go see the lost city. Here's where we're going. So I'm looking forward to a girl's night. I love it. Look at you building relationships while yeah. supporting our favorite actress, Sandra yes. Bullock, who I'm going to tag <laughs> on this post. <laughs> Please there you do. go. Yes. Our first step into becoming her best friend. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. Erica, have you seen any movies? What are you, what, what are you jamming um, on? Let's see. Okay. Speaking of, uh, male actors being what pushes you over the edge to see a movie. My <laughs> husband really wanted to watch Dune and that's oh, not okay. usually my kind of genre, but mm-hmm. Jason Momoa is in it. So there oh, we go. And that that so is like, my genre. <laughs> and that is definitely my genre. Um, so yeah, it's like the remake of the 1984 sci-fi dystopian epic situation. But I will say I was actually pleasantly surprised by it. And I thought it was very artistic I thought like the lighting and the cinematography was beautiful. Um, it was less like 1984 fever dream and more <laughs> artistic than I was expecting it to be. So I actually surprisingly recommend that even beyond the Jason Momoa eye candy. Okay. Um, and then we watched the other night Nightmare Alley, which is a remake of a 1947 like film noir classic. And it's set in the 1930s and it's this like kind of grifter guy working his way up from um, just like a carnival worker to a psychic medium and like kind of and just sort of matching wits. It's Bradley Cooper is that guy. And then he's kind of matching wits with this psychiatrist, Kate Blanchett, who's like exposing him as this, you know, kind of fraud, just taking advantage of people. So it's just really it was it was really good, really atmospheric. Again, like the costumes and the makeup with mm. the deep red lip and the, you know, just all of that was just kind of a fun escape. So I like that one. And then I just saw this morning, actually, a a trailer for this one that's coming out on Netflix this month called, or no, I guess the end of last month called Apollo 10 and a half. And mm. it's actually animated, but it looks like a really interesting 
um, almost new kind of animation. I haven't seen anything quite like it. Um, and then it's about a a boy who is they like accidentally built the the lunar module too small. And so NASA comes to him to like get him to fly this top secret mission where he's the one operating the module. And I have a space loving 10 year old myself who, you know, as most kids do at some point has a dream of being an astronaut one day. So I think she's going to love it. So it looks funny. It looks a little bit irreverent, but not, you know, too much something we can enjoy as a family. And and it looks almost like this. It has a kind of a wonder years quality to it, like Mm. what it was like growing up in the 60s, too. So, yeah, we're going to check that one out, I think, this weekend for a family movie night. Wow. Super fun. And I will say Kate Blanchett is divine. So my ears oh, perked up is. when you mentioned her because I she just, she's such an artist. I love it. Mm-hmm. Wow. This has been an incredible roundup. I, I'm still sitting here in shock that we had no overlaps and yeah. that I literally had never heard of like anything you recommended. I so That's I need good. to crawl out of this rock that I've been <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? Um This has been so fun. Well, I do need to put you on the hot seat for one last question. As you both might know, at the end of each show, I share what is called your next edit. It's an actionable tip that listeners can consider doing right away once they finish listening. And I would love for each of you to share what your next edit is, whether it's related to media, entertainment, or something else. I just say I love that. I love the whole concept of your next edit and giving (laughs) giving people something, um, you know, a little tidbit to take away other than adding to their Netflix queue. So Mm -hmm. I would just say I get talked to all the time and we get questions on our podcast, too, because we talk about books a lot about how do you find so much time to read? And I think um, my tip would be if you're wanting to read more and you're just finding yourself not making that a priority. Start by setting a timer. And I know Laura Tremaine, who I know we're all probably familiar with, talks about this a lot too. But even if it's starting with 10 minutes, but ideally like up to 20, setting a timer and saying, I am going to read my book of choice for this amount of time, you know, like every night, every morning, whenever you find yourself having that gap of time, instead of just like grabbing for your phone or, you know, randomly scrolling on TV or whatever. And I think you'll be surprised at how much reading you can get done in 20 minutes a day. I don't think you need hours and hours a day to read. So start start with that if you're wanting to incorporate that more into your life. I love that. How about you, Kelsey? What's your next edit? All right. My next edit is to literally edit your podcast feed. So I feel like this will be very easy for listeners. You're already in your podcast app. What I have just noticed is that I will hear about podcasts or, you know, just they'll pop up and I will think that sounds great and I will subscribe, but I really don't have a ton of podcast listening time. And then I will just, when I open my podcast app, I will have so many new episodes of podcasts Mm -hmm. to listen to. I just almost feel overwhelmed and then guilty that I'm not getting to all Mm -hmm. of them. And so I have just been trying to take a bit of a harder look And okay, right now in this season of life, like these are the podcasts that I want to make time to listen to. And that's what I want to see in my feed and just remind myself that those podcasts that I want to listen to, but that aren't a priority, they will be there. The archives will be there as I have Mm -hmm. more time. I can add them back into my feed. And so that's what I would recommend. Oh my gosh, these, you two are just designed for this show. You're welcome to come back anytime. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Ladies, this was so, so fun. As I said at the top of the episode, I'm just 
so delighted to have finally had a chance to talk to you live personally. I just feel like, um, I don't know, this was a long time overdue. So I'm really yeah. grateful to you both for making the time to chat with me today. Oh, it's well, been thank wonderful. you so much for having us. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay, friends, you'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. As ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at Edit Your Life Show or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop Edit Your Life or a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a pod-loving friend about the show. Thanks for listening. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist, and I'm an author of the book How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.